Hello sisters, this is another episode of When Marriage Hurts Podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis, and this episode, um, I'm actually recording from my phone, so I apologize ahead of time if um, if you're hearing some background noises, because my kids are like getting super active upstairs and I'm just hiding somewhere in my basement to <laughs> record this episode. Anyway, so this episode, I'm going to be talking basically about one factor, or should I say one third, that keeps us stuck in our abusive marriages. Like when we come to the realization that we are being abused and our spouse knows exactly what they're doing to us, um... What still keeps us stuck or feeling stuck in the situation? Um, so one big factor is what we're going to be discussing today. And I will be right back after this. Hey sis, welcome to the When Marriage Hurts podcast. I'm your host, Ola Davis. My mission is to help Christian women in painful marriages become aware of the marriage lies our society and religion has programmed our heads with. Are you tired of marriage advice that always blames you for whatever goes wrong in your marriage? Have you attended all the marriage seminars seeking help only to be blamed and shamed for your marriage problems? Has your marriage become the source of your greatest pain? Have you lost hope of being happily married? Are you just hanging in for the sake of your kids? I've been there before. I know what it is like to feel alone in marriage, yet feel trapped by the wedding vows that I made. Together, we will discover scriptural truths that set us free from the pain so that healing can begin. Oh yeah, let's shake some tables. Welcome back. Okay, so I am just going to go straight to the point. I don't want to make this episode long so that I don't subject you to the crazy background noises that you might be hearing. Okay, yes, so when we come to a point, and I do know that um, part of my audience are people that have realized that they're being abused while some are just coming to that realization and then there are others that are still trying to figure out is this abuse or do I just is it my fault am, am I being abused um, but what I'm about to say on this episode is still going to be beneficial to you, no matter what um, circumstances you're in, whether you realize you're being abused or you're still trying to figure that out. Okay. You know, as a teenager, I've always, I always wondered why people in abusive marriages stayed. It just never made sense to me. Like, why do people... Now, I know that for some women, it's just that they're not financially independent 
and they they become so dependent on their abusive husband and they just don't maybe see a way out um but then there are some that aren't just financially independent they could even be the breadwinner okay yet they stick with their abusive (laughs) spouses um maybe because of the stigma attached to being separated or divorced especially as as christians um but i think one other factor that keeps us stuck is when we think but what if my husband changes like what if i separate or go through a divorce and a divorce is never an easy decision even a separation is never an easy decision so there's that lingering thought of what if i go through this stress of separation and then divorce and the divorce gets to be a wake-up call for my abusive spouse and they decide to make changes whether they seek professional help therapy whatever what if they actually become a better person and then they're just gonna go ahead and marry some other lady and i would have lost out i tell you what like i'm pretty sure i'm not the only one who's had this thought if now if this has ever crossed your mind if it's ever held you back from at least separating from your abusive spouse at least putting some safety distance between you and your spouse even if they're not physically abusing you they're psychologically abusing you at least to separate for your own well-being if this thought that i just mentioned has crossed your mind where you're like he's a good guy really like everybody knows he's a good guy he just has some hunger issues by the way if if you're the only person that you know that your husband blows up on or maybe just you and the kids and then to everyone else out there is such a cool level-headed guy then he doesn't have a hunger problem because people who have a hunger problem are just angry at everybody and express their anger towards everybody they're not selective they're angry towards their boss at work their colleagues their you know church members and their family members okay i need to get back from my bunny trail so i was saying if if you're married to that kind of abuser where they have this picture perfect public persona there's this temptation to think there's there's a lot of good in this person if i give up too soon what if they change what if they turn around you know there's you know the person i fell in love with is such a wonderful person what if that person resurfaces after i separate or divorce 
Well, I'm going to help you out with that thought today. Okay? First of all, if you're separated, your abuser would, a lot of times, this is like, it's so commonplace. You would think this abusers, you know, have a textbook where they take notes from. But when when you separate from your abuser, most likely that person is going to just attempt to become the person that you fell in love with again. They're going to do things for you without even asking. Like things you've always prayed and cried and asked them to do or help you with. They're going to do it and they're going to go above and beyond. Because they're trying to pull you back in. They're trying to scam you with their attention that's not really genuine. Okay, so just be careful about that. Um, I believe on the last episode it was that I talked about how to know if your abuser is truly repentant. So if you haven't listened to that, you might want to listen to that. How to really know if this person is just trying to hoover you back into the relationship or they are genuinely repented. Okay. Now, um, separation isn't divorce. Okay. So you shouldn't even have that fear. Like what if I separate and it changes and you know, now divorce, of course, divorce is more final and definitive, right? And this is what I tell people. I know it's easier said than than taught, right, in our minds, <laughs> um, especially when we're still in that confused state of being abused. But here's the deal. If you get divorced, okay, and by some r- miracle, your abusive ex-husband um turns their life around and becomes this wonderful human being to the point where you wished you were still married to them. You know, there's no guideline. There's no, there's nothing in the scriptures that says once you've divorced your husband, you could never remarry them. I know it's not commonplace, but I've seen cases of people that got divorced and then a few years down the line, they got married again. Okay? So, when you really think about this objectively, it's really, it's a fear that isn't really based in reality. You know, because the enemy comes to us and start putting those thoughts into our mind, like, what if you leave him and... He goes, he goes to marry another lady and, you know, you will just have lost out like all those years of enduring the abuse. And then when he finally becomes a wonderful husband, you don't get to enjoy that. That's just the enemy messing with our mind. Okay. And let's say that even happens. Let's say you divorce this man. He marries another lady, you know. Shaka boom, there's a miracle. He's a changed man. He's like Jesus in flesh, right? Well, 
the fact still remains that that man did not change for you. I know this is a painful truth, but, you know, if you're thinking, well, what if he changes with the other lady? Well, you are not the other lady. No, you're not. You might wish you were, but you're not. So even if your ex-husband becomes wonderful and marries someone else, you know what? Good luck to them. I know this sounds cold, but I mean, where else do you expect to hear the truth from? If not here, you know, I tell you as it is. If this person isn't, if, you know, the fact that from, if you ask me, the fact that a, a man, an abusive man will change his ways when married to another woman kind of proves to me that I made the right decision leaving that man. And I'll explain what I mean by that. If they really change their ways and become non-abusive towards someone else, then it proves that they really could have put in the effort with me. I just wasn't worth that much to them. I'll repeat that again. If you're abusive, you know, at that point, ex-husband goes on to marry someone else and becomes a wonderful husband to that person, it shows that they they had the ability to do so well with you. They just didn't think you were what putting in that effort for. So in that sense, you really haven't lost out. So that fear of loss that the enemy tries to cage us with is really not founded in truth. And also it comes from this mindset of I, I'm about to lose something. Really what you're about to lose is a lifetime of captivity. <laughs> A lifetime of psychological captivity. Now, is it going to be hard? Yes, it's going to be hard. Because I tell you what, the easiest thing to do when you're being abused is to stick your head in the sand and die in the abuse. Trying to walk out of abuse, trying to take a stand and say, my life is what much more than this. My kids' lives are what? What, what much more than this? My kids deserve to have a, a mom who isn't like always psychologically depressed because of who she's married to. It takes a lot of strength, a lot of support to stand up, to take that stand. So I'm not saying your life is going to be easy the moment you walk out. No. The easiest thing to do in an abusive marriage is to stay and stick your head in the sand. It's painful. It's destructive. But, you know, it doesn't take much effort to do that. It takes effort, though, to stand up to abuse, 
to want to stand up for yourself, to walk away from the abuse, it does take a lot. So I'll be the first person to tell you that. I still haven't arrived there. If there is a there, I'm still on my healing journey. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier to heal when you're not in the abusive relationship than it is to heal while you're inside the abusive relationship. You know, someone said staying married to an abusive spouse is like trying to take a shower without getting wet. Is it possible? Um, no, no, I'm sorry. I need to say that again. It wasn't about staying married to an abusive spouse. It was getting healed while still married to the abuser. It's like taking a shower without getting wet um yeah anyway i lost my train of thought there i hope you get the point so i just wanted to bust that myth or that lie that the enemy scares us with like if you leave he's gonna change he's gonna realize his mistakes and he's gonna change and become this wonderful husband that you're gonna miss out on oh please you know I tell people that right now the person that matters most to me is Jesus. And after that, my kids. So rather than rather than be fearful of losing a potentially good husband, because I can't even say a good husband while they're still abusing you, but rather than be scared of losing a potentially <laughs> and the chances of that potential is really low by the way a potentially good husband how about you just focus on your own self your own healing your own recovery let me tell you if you've been emotionally abused in marriage for any number of years you might not realize the kind of devastation that's been done to not just your mind but your body so focus on your own healing focus on your own recovery your husband's a big boy he can take care of himself you be a big girl take care of you take care of your kids okay i think that's a good point to wrap up today's episode Thanks for listening. Um, if you have any comments, you can send me a message on Instagram at When Marriage Hurts or on Facebook at uh, When Marriage Hurts. Um, that's a private face group, by the way. Or you can just leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You don't have to leave your real name on there. You can use a nickname and please leave us a review. Once again, I apologize for the background noise. This was such an impromptu episode. Until I come your way again next week, this is Ola Davis saying, Jesus loves you.
Has this podcast blessed you? If yes, please head over to Apple Podcasts, When Marriage Hurts, and leave a written review for the show. It would be such a blessing to me to know that this show has impacted you in some ways. Also, share this podcast with a friend. Let's spread the word. Lastly, if you would like to be a part of a community of like-minded women of faith who are on a journey to living the best life God has for them despite their marriage challenges, join our Facebook group, When Marriage Hurts. Until next time, remember these words of Jesus. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest.